This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Rated E for everyone, 10 and up. This episode is brought to you by our patrons like Nathan Laberte, who support the show on a monthly basis. Join the club and get patron-only bonus stories, a sticker, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Hi, this is Keith, the technical chicklet, and you're listening to NL, I, I mean, That Story Show. Hey! This is That Story Show, people. Hey podcast people, this is That Story Show where we're telling hilarious real life stories and inviting you to do the same. It's episode 372 brought to you the week of March 5th, 2021. I happen to be your host, James Kennison, and my good friend is here. Hey, I'm John and I'm in the closet again. Oh boy. It's true. Yeah, we're recording I, I, on a Saturday. No, is it? No, Friday. Nope, it's Friday. It's it's really Friday. And John's and, recording uh, from home. From home. This is the first time I've, I've done this, I think, in a long, long time. Right. Does he sound different to you guys? Because he sounds yeah. different to me. He sounds... Do I? No, you don't. You sound great. Oh. You sound fine. <laughs> no. Yeah, but I'm, you sound I'm like, in a much smaller closet than I used to record in. That's sound like for sure. you're surrounded by shirts and stuff. So. It's true. There, I'm I'm sitting right here at my uh, at my clo- my desk in my closet. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a desk. It's it's actually my dresser. <laughs> oh boy. Well, there you it's, go. Yeah. Just let me but know I am. if the plaids start stinking up on you. You know. Uh, I think we'll be good. The paisley. I don't know. Mostly flannels right now. Oh, they're, it's they're, the time of year. They're you know. pretty safe. So, uh, we always start with an opening story. 
And this one's called Septic Slip, and it's sent to us by Anna Wood. Hi, James and John. Hope you're doing well. Anyway, here's my story. One day at school, I was in my leadership class, and we were taking prayer requests when all of a sudden I saw my friend Linda raise her hand. Now, she's the type of people who will talk a lot. She started ask to ask us to pray for one of her mom's friends, Betty. And I expected her to be sick or something like that, because that's what most of our prayer requests are about. But as she continued talking, I heard two words that I didn't expect to hear. Septic tank. <laughs> so hmm. the whole vibe of the classroom changed. Suddenly, we were all interested in looking up with an expression of confusion and interest on our faces. My teacher said, um, what? And Linda proceeded to <laughs> retell us about Betty and the septic tank. Betty was walking along one day when I guess the lid of a septic tank was very loose and uh, Betty fell into the tank and almost drowned oh, in its what? contents. We all proceeded to laugh and gag and Linda added, Betty had nightmares about the incident. My goodness. <laughs> I would too. So every time we ask for prayer requests at school, we're, we're all reminded of the septic tank story. <laughs> I hope it makes it on the show. God bless Anna Wood. So, gosh. That's terrible. Oh, fell into an open septic tank? Yeah. Just slid right in. Just flound- and almost drowned. <laughs> Floundered around. I'm sorry. I'm just going to pretend like it wasn't a real septic tank and Ugh. almost drowned in it. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for the caked up buildup on the sidewalls and she could, she was actually able to carve with her hand a set of steps. <laughs> Come on. I've seen dirty jobs and I know that that's possible. That's so gross. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. It just came to me. <laughs> Carved steps with her hands. Yeah. Pulled herself out. That's <laughs> <laughs> what you have to I do. I mean, I guess emergency mode kicks in and you just really want to save that person. But like a passerby, did they like pour out or do they have to call? Now, hey, see, see how long you can tread through there. It's got me thinking about the prodigal son. If if he had fallen in an open sewer and people passed by, I don't think we would be as hard on them as we are. <laughs> I've got I've got to get to the temple. Well, perfectly understandable. I'll just wait for the next guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't blame you a bit. <laughs> well, that's definitely a, a unique prayer request to have. Yeah. <laughs> Just shake, Septic tank. Shaking up the segment, you know, that, that part of the class would never be yeah. the same. Like, you know, the teacher wasn't paying attention because she's like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Betty. <laughs> Betty. Poor Betty. Oh, Betty almost died. God, imagine Ooh. if she had. Well, oh how, my goodness! How, how would anybody go to the funeral and 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 not just be like, like getting chill bumps and gross outs the entire time? It's like <laughs> they, I, I want to go to look at the body just to see if they cleaned it up right. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Open. Anyway. Open. Ugh. <laughs> Oh man. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, 
Good. I'm, I don't have any appetite. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm going to watch out for loose uh, lids on septic tanks, too. That's for we, sure. We'd like to thank you guys for joining the show. Uh, that'll be it for today. Uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, brought we got you. lots more crap to wade through. For <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, let's rewind the week. All right. Um, all right. So here's mine. I had a weird dream last week and Uh-oh. I, and I'm not usually a dream teller. Cause sometimes you tell dreams and they don't translate, you know, cause they just, mm-hmm. they're just not as funny or they're not as weird, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that you guys can understand and, and relate with this one because I've, I've had a series of dreams similar to this one and they're all, they're all totally different, but they have a common theme and the common theme is, uh, a stressful situation. Ah, and, and that's what this one was. So I often mm. have dreams that I can go very fast on very small things like a, an office chair or okay. uh, a, a roller cart or anything like that. Um, uh, uh, uh those those uh, things that guys uh, go on when they work on trucks and stuff, and they go up underneath those scooter things, you know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Little, yeah. I think they call them crawlers or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can ride on those and and pull myself along and go as fast as a vehicle. It's it's a common thing. So uh, in this particular dream, I believe I was in like a box on a skateboard or something, and <laughs> I was going really fast, and I'd been I'd gone like two miles. And uh, suddenly I look back and I realize that I had been dragging uh, a roll of toilet paper with me for some reason. (laughs) Yeah, I had had the the tube with the last bit of roll of of toilet paper stuck to it, you know, glued to it. And um, in my dream, I don't know why, but in my dream... Because uh, in real life, if I if I had found myself in that situation, the easy situ- s- solution would be just to let it go. It's all going to go away and melt the first time it rains. Right. You know, it's yeah. going to be fine. But my my stupid brain that controls my stupid dreams because God only <laughs> knows what else does. I don't know why you know it does this, but in my dream, I had to roll it all back up. I had to fix it. Oh man. And so I, I start I to carefully roll it back up and I'm thinking about all this time I'm going to spend. And then suddenly I jerked awake and I was so happy. I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled because I would have spent the next two dream hours re-rolling a freaking <laughs> roll of toilet paper. What a waste of time <laughs> for no reason, you know? Right. Oh, oh that's frustrating. It's so, a frustrating dream. It's a frustrating dream, but at least for once, uh, somehow my my body or part of my mind took pity on me and and woke me right up. <laughs> Not doing this. I'm waking up now. Yeah, yeah. Other times it's stuff like I don't know, like people that that have been gone for a while, like my stepdad are, are back and and they're they're talking to me and I'm I'm in trouble with them and then I wake <laughs> up. And I'm and I'm having to go through my mind. Okay, David's still alive. My mom's still alive. John's dead. Uh, I live in a house by myself. I don't share a trailer with John. Um, <laughs> everything's okay. And then I can, you know, once I've cleared my head, I can go back yeah. to sleep. 
But uh, this one was I'm not one, dead, by the way. This one was one of the simpler ones. I'm I'm at John uh, John Keniston, my stepdad. But right. um, uh, I knew that. Uh, oh, I was just okay. saying that for the listeners' <laughs> sake, just, just in, in case, case they were wondering. They were wondering. But <laughs> John's uh, not dead. Yeah. So so not not you know doesn't translate perfectly from dreamland to real time. But if you've ever had one of those frustration dreams where where you you're going through like a tunnel. And then you have to get back to a place that you were in that tunnel and, and you go back and, and the tunnel is changing and it's in a different place now and you don't know where, how to get back. Then you'll be able to relate, you know, that, that dreams can be very frustrating. And, and lately that's been the tone of all of my dreams. It's just huh. like, uh, who's the guy that played Jean-Luc Picard? Um, uh oh patrick stewart yeah patrick Pat- stewart patrick stewart okay so the other night i was dreaming i was at his one no it wasn't even a one bedroom i was at his studio apartment and <laughs> and i was like dang you would think after all the stuff he's done he would have more money than this but i guess this is the way actors really live they you know they have money when they're working and then when they don't when they're yes. When they're done with Star or Star Trek and X Men, they they just have to uh, dial it back a bit, you know. And mm-hmm. John Kerry, Jim Jim Carrey <laughs> was there as well, and <laughs> and he was like a homeschool dad, and he had all these kids around him and stuff. And I was like, this is going to be awesome because I'm going to get Patrick Stewart to come on the podcast, yeah, and, and then Patrick <laughs> S- Stewart will talk to Jim Carrey. And I'll get Jim Carrey on the podcast because hey there, fella. Now I know them, you know, and and right. and I know that Patrick Stewart needs money, so maybe he'll do it for you know twenty bucks or something. free to promote something. Right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, uh, twenty bucks. Yeah, 20, that works. Twenty bucks. I'll give him twenty bucks, but uh, I need the money bad. And uh, and then when I woke up, I was like, no, I don't. I don't live there. I'm. I'm, oh. I'm here. Uh, uh, one more example. It was, this was just the other night. I, I lived in a trailer with my, m- my wife's, uh, with my wife and her grandmother, which is my kid's great grandmother. And, uh, I woke up and I'd fallen asleep in a hammock outside and it was <laughs> nighttime and I, and I go up and the front door's locked on the trailer. And I'm like, I, I'm, I look down, I'm in my underwear <laughs> it's even worse and i'm like holy crap nobody and i'm knocking on the door and i'm knocking hard but it's hardly making any noise <laughs> right so right. i start mar- knock, knocking on the glass part it doesn't make any more noise i knock on the side of the house and doesn't make any more noise hard as i hit it just sounds like boom, 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 boom. so i, I look around because <laughs> you're th- knocking on your bed through a window and there inside is a terrified mom doris that's what they call her She's terrified because she's hearing these thumps on the wall and she sees me and she lets me in and I'm all embarrassed because I'm in my undies <laughs> and she acts like there's nothing to see. And she's just talking to me about how scared she was and all this kind of stuff. And I wake up and I, and, and, and immediately I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm dressed. <laughs> I have on a pair of shorts. I'm in bed. Clothes on. You know, okay. uh, I, I li- she lives in Pennsylvania I'm I'm here. I have a wife, and we have our own bedroom. Wow. It's great. Okay, everything's I don't all right. Sleep out on the porch in the hammock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude, no, that was the good. worst. I'd fall asleep in the middle of the day. Woke up at like you know 
eleven thirty at night, it, and then randomly I'm in my underwear for no reason. <laughs> so that's crazy, man. So anyway, that was more than I intended to share. I was an overshare, is what they call that. You could probably you could probably make a whole podcast on your on your dreams. Just on my dreams, yeah. Uh, I mean, I have some weird dreams, and and when I'm sick, I have frustrating dreams like that. Yeah. Like I'll have to build my house out of Play-Doh or yeah. some weird thing in my, my feverish brain. But yeah, I haven't, uh, it's been a while. You know what the dreams I hate though is when you find like a, a box of gold or something uh, and you're like, oh, I've, I'm going to be rich <laughs> or, or like you're at Disney world and there's nobody else there. So you can go on the rides all you want. And you're like, this is great. Yeah. And then you like wake up and it's like, oh, I didn't have all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This is the worst. I, I've had stuff like yeah. that. I can't talk about it though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. I, I just had a dream where something amazing happened. Um, but then when I, or, or it was starting to happen, but when I woke up, I was like, Oh wait, I'm married. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm glad I woke up. Yeah, because your wife would have been very angry with yeah, you. Yeah. Have you have you ever has your wife ever had a bad attitude towards you throughout the day? And yes. Like, what did I do wrong? Yes. Yeah, so one and time, like one time though, she felt uh, guilty. She's like, I did something terrible in my dream, and I can't tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So um, uh, she was all nice to me all day. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's like, man, what did I do? And I'm like, I gotta know what is it. She's like, no, I haven't ever telling you anything. <laughs> okay, maybe it's best I not know. Yeah, because <laughs> you'd be angry in real life. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I don't have a much of a weekly update today. Well, I didn't either. So that's why you got. <laughs> well, that's why you, you got, got a dream. <laughs> I um I took I I went to IKEA today. Ooh. It's been the first time in a year because, because like last year at this time we were buying the house that we're in right now, so we had a bunch of remodeling stuff that we had to do and renovation, and so we went to IKEA to get something, right? Mm. Um, and so last year at this time we bought like a whole new bathroom, pretty much. We got a new sink and you know vanity and all that stuff for the bathroom. And um, when I came home with it, it was it was the wrong one. They gave me the wrong one, and I didn't realize it until after i had put it all together so it's like a sink vanity kind of thing that hangs on the wall what was too big mm. for the bathroom and i'm like what am i gonna do now but fortunately just fyi ikea has a 365 day return policy yes so i i put that thing in storage and and the policy would be expired tomorrow <laughs> but we went today first time in a year <laughs> <laughs> we returned it and they gave us all of our money back. Actually, we got in-store credit because um, my wife loves to, to shop at Ikea and so do I. Yeah. But she spends the money a lot easier than I do. So I like to um, shop for uh, cinnamon rolls and ice cream cones. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't, they didn't, I didn't smell any cinnamon rolls cooking in there. Oh no. That was really weird. Usually you smell that they like everything's different because of COVID. You know they like rerouted the store and oh really, just, just kind of like the, I haven't the, been the, in a year. Yeah, it's been it was weird going in, but it was great. You know, wore my mask. You know uh, what I can't stand is there is a clear demarcation of light arrows. You know, yeah, uh, on the ground. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And there are people that constantly just go against it and do whatever the freak they want. And I always yeah. imagine, I haven't been there, like I said, in a year, but I would imagine those are the same kind of people that don't wear masks. So <laughs> they're just like, you can't tell me what to do. I'll shop how I want. I'll breathe how I want. And uh, no. if I want COVID, if I want to give it to others, then that's my prerogative. So, oh, man. Well, I did not see anybody without a mask there, but. Uh, well, good. Good. Well, I, yeah. I, I read an article about a guy who got removed from Disney Springs uh, for not wearing a mask or no, he Why? didn't, he didn't get, uh, he, he tried to bypass their, their temperature taking test oh. and uh, a security guard flagged him down and he starts yelling at the security guard and then they call the police cause he's getting belligerent and mm. there might've been some pushing involved and uh, the police take him away. And I'm like, dang, dude, just take the dang temperature. Just, you know? Yeah, it's not going to hurt you. They're not giving you a shot. Yeah. They're not going to put nanobots into you. It's right. It's just, you know. It's like you you know <sighs> you broke the rules. It's Disney. They're not going to jack around with this stuff. You know, they're going to the send. Happiest place on earth. Yeah, they're going to send the happiest policeman on earth after you is what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so Nice. Anyway, uh, uh, we got a, a listener email and it's for you. Oh, it's from a guy named Matthew Carroll in Rossville, Georgia. <laughs> Math, uh, Math, Mathville, <laughs> Matthew. Yeah. Mr. Carroll. He says, hey, it's Matthew. And I wanted to send this message to John to say that I remember all of the pickle light bulb tricks that you did every year in chapel. And John, you were awesome up there back in the day. So now you well. have to tell us what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that's well thank you matthew that's awesome and good to reconnect over the show here so thanks um so for object lessons sometimes when i would teach chapel uh i would just do random stuff and every time around christmas um would talk about the uh just different things and somehow would wind up on the you know how the people have the pickle um the christmas pickle pickle. ornament yeah yeah the christmas pickle yeah um and so i would play off of that and and i would actually take a a real pickle and and light it up and we would do that by by running 110 volts of electricity through it (laughs) wow (laughs) because the the salinity of the pickle because of the brine and stuff makes Uh it you know conductor and if you put two probes into it um and then plug that in I won't, I won't say how, because I, don't try this at home, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it'll actually cause an arc inside of the pickle, and it will actually glow. Wow. It's pretty amazing. But again, don't try it at home, because it's 110 volts, and um, it would hurt you. Seems like you could use that with teenagers at like an abstinence conference as well. <laughs> <laughs> listen here <laughs> volunteer oh mercy no the christmas pickle a lot of people don't know about that but um it's a pickle ornament that you hide in your tree pickle. Yeah. and it's green it's hard to see and then and then the right. kids try to look for it and whoever finds it gets a special prize well we quit doing it 
Because our kids, our kids never fight, really. I mean, they, <laughs> they pick at each other. <laughs> but Christmas morning, they would find they would they would argue over who saw the dang pickle first, and it would kind of yeah. just set everything yeah. on edge. And we're like, okay, we're not doing. <laughs> we've lost the Christmas pickle. It's gone. You take that pickle out and smash it. Yeah. So we quit. Uh, anyway. It, we never did it, so my yeah. kids fight about enough stuff. Exactly, I, I that's the thing. Yeah. Especially when there's two of them, that's that's yeah. how they yeah. communicate. That's their love language is bickering. That's, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, no. I, our I kids have admitted that. to it. They've said it. This is how we, you know, show affection to each other. This is how you know we like oh, each other. Man. Is we're always picking at each other, and hmm. uh, yeah. We'll be at dinner and Jay will say something. Jenna's like, shut up, Jay. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And we don't even know what he said because nobody listens to Jay. Because uh, <laughs> he just talks a lot. But uh, anyway, no. Uh, we want to mm. thank our patrons, especially Lucas Kirk, who edited his pledge from 10 to $15. And uh, that was actually a couple awesome. weeks ago. So thank Thanks, you, Lucas. Lucas. And we're always looking for new patrons. So if you feel like supporting the show, you can do it for as little as five bucks a month. Just go to patreon.com slash that story show and sign up today and you'll get bonus content every single week. And I'll send you a sticker and I'll send you my prayers and blessings and um, I'll knit you a sweater. And um, really? No. I'll be super. I'll 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 imitate people's voices just for you. I'll be a godfather for your kids. Uh, I'm trying to think of wow. just some easy stuff, some stuff that easy, doesn't easy take stuff. any real. You know, I'll 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 do five extra steps on my oh, yeah, on my yeah. Fitbit for you. you know? I'll write your name in my yard in in the dirt in my yard. Oh, say <laughs> so don't yeah. don't offer to write in the snow in your yard. That would be no be no. Weird. So it's fine with the stick, the stick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's, that's all that we have to do on patrons. We do have a couple iTunes reviews brought to you by my podcast reviews.com. Uh, subdued dad says, thankful. Thank you guys for having such a clean show. My son opened the world of podcasts to me about two months ago, and I haven't listened to a radio station since. Oh, Keep well, up the good, good work, Patrick Kerfoot. Then we should probably talk about politics or something. Yeah, we'll keep people up to date with current events because that, yeah. that won't happen here. I can tell you what. Yeah, there was a um, <laughs> uh, there was a rocket that took off and it was successfully landed and then it blew up. So yeah, I um, did see that. That yeah. was awesome and it was good news. Regards. Oh yeah, and you know what that 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 probe that they sent to mars landed a couple weeks ago yeah yeah and it has a helicopter with it how yeah, cool is that yeah. totally you, you know what elon musk calls the explosions he calls it a rapid uh uh oh what do you call taking things apart <laughs> De- disassembly disassembly yeah he calls it a rapid disassembly so perfect rapid unscheduled disassembly is what it is there we go that guy's awesome so. We should get him on the show. He he probably would do it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um Hallelujah from Lucy. I love this show so very much and I'm now listening from the beginning and I'm at episode 72, the crossover oh. show. Please keep up the amazing work and please get David back on the show. Oh, wait, <laughs> if only we could. He has terrible internet in Georgia where he lives. And He lives in Georgia now? 
Oh, uh, wait. No, Florida. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Sorry Don't for me. all the Georgians that just got excited. Uh, no, he lives down in, in the, <laughs> the butt crack of Florida where they don't have any good internet and we've tried it. We've had him on. And so you have some J or some, uh, David episodes to look forward to. Yeah. Once you get yeah. into the, you know, 200, 300 range. Um, yep. but, uh, no, it's, uh, it's something that between his job and his bad internet, he can't do, but he says, thanks for reading my review before I turn into a bat and fly away. That Man. animal, that animal crossing lover. So there we go. That was his name. What do you think about that? I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Um, uh, let's do some uh, featured listener stories. Is there story? This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Frame. Mother's Day is almost here. What are you getting her? Something that shows you care. Something that makes her feel loved. Something that won't stress you out. Something like the Skylight Frame. The Skylight Frame is the perfect gift. It's a touchscreen photo frame your whole family can upload photos to, from wherever they are in the world. It's a way to share with her all the moments that matter. It sets up in seconds. You can even make sure that it's already loaded with photos when your mom opens her Mother's Day gift. And her Skylight Frame can hold thousands of the treasured photos you share. It's an easy, heartfelt way for mom to stay connected with those who matter most. It really is the perfect gift. Now, as a special Mother's Day offer for our listeners, Get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightframe.com slash easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, today's stories are sponsored by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Is it something preventing you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp.com can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And you can connect in a safe and private online environment because it's so convenient to do so. And plus, it's really the only option these days, whether you're doing it. There is no in-person counseling right now. So you can start communicating with your counselor in under 24 hours. And I love how you can go through and check out all of the different counselors. You can check uh, the gender of your counselor. You can pick whether you want a religious or non-religious counselor. You can find out what their features are and what they're what they're really good at, and match yourself up with someone uh, in a way that's impossible, literally in, in any other way. Um, it's not self-help. If in case you're wondering, it's professional counseling, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. The service is available for clients worldwide, which allows you to, uh, uh, access to a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available 
in your area. You live in a small town, you're not going to get the diversity and the the range of options that you get in a bigger city. Well, this takes care of that. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash that story show. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash that story show. All right. We got a story for you from Mike called butt blast <laughs> i like it already i mean what's that about i can't uh what do you mean it's not a good one no it's 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 good it's just uh it's disturbing hi james and john over the last four four months i have listened to all of that story show slash nobody's listening podcasts wow four months i always i've often wondered how long it would take and i wonder how often he had to listen but four months man that, that, they're fantastic, he says. I appreciate all the hard work you put into them. So here's my first story. Grow, right. Growing up, I was not homeschooled, but I was definitely a kindred spirit to all homeschoolers. I was innocent to the ways of the world and very naive. As a result, when I left home and moved to college, my roommates revealed a brave new world, which included a lot of stupidity and a general lack of common sense. So that's what you miss out on, homeschoolers, is a, is a bunch of stupidity and a general yeah. lack of common sense. One night, when I returned to my apartment, my roommates were engaged in witchcraft, which included a lighter and flagellants. <laughs> oh, no. I had never seen or heard of the blue dart until that night. <laughs> and I was intrigued, and I wanted to join in. Luckily, I thought I had a large surplus of the needed gas that contained within my bowels that demanded to be expelled. Well, thank you for laying it out like that. It's uh, eloquent. Yeah. It makes it sound fancy. Uh, However, I did not yet know that with great power comes great responsibility, nor did I understand that only a quick emission of gas was needed to create the dart. So as I assumed the position, I was prepared to expel as much gas as I possibly could in order to demonstrate to my brothers that I could make the blue flame. (laughs) oh boy as the lighter sparked to life i constricted my abdomen and pushed (laughs) a snake what's the deal (laughs) i created a mighty gust of wind as the gas hit the flame an explosion of blue light shot across the room the ball of fire was something out of myth and legend some called it the dragon's breath come to life others called it called it the blue flamethrower Unfortunately for me, the blue flame left a path of destruction in its wake. There was a large hole in my shorts no. where the fire burst forth and the inside oh my of my God. cheeks were burned and blistered. <gasps> no way. I could not sit for two weeks without pain and trips to the bathroom were torture. That oh. day I learned a great lesson and never practiced witchcraft again. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Oh, poor Mike. Sorry for that, man. Uh, uh, the flamethrower got out of hand there. Yeah, <laughs> he got, he. <laughs> I've never heard of that happening. <laughs> I haven't either. He must have held the the lighter in the wrong spot or I don't something. Know. I don't I've, know. I've never participated either in anything like that. So <laughs> I am innocent to the ways of the world. <laughs> there you are, and you spent more time in homeschool than I did. It's uh, <laughs> true. I he says. P.S. I recently listened to the podcast about James's trip to Mexico with his wife. 
And I served a two-year mission for my church in Mexico, and I was very confused about the love of the bread that he had down oh, yeah. there in Mexico. In Mexico, they use tortillas instead of bread. They do have some dessert breads, but they aren't that great. However, James oh. went on and on about how much bread he had and how good it was. And when I figured out what he meant by bread, I lost it. It has been a long time since I have laughed that hard. Thanks again. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about. I would never. Um, I don't know what you're talking about either. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand. So what was that? I don't remember. Oh, <laughs> oh mercy. Well, thanks, Mike. That was a great story. Yeah. Uh, I got one here from Fred. Mike and Fred. I wonder if they're friends. Hmm. But these are the Peapot Papers. Have you ever read the Peapot Papers? I have read this story. <laughs> okay. Well, nah, but I have not read the Peapot Papers. Well, I don't think you can after this. So. It sounds historical. Historical <laughs> in a weird way. Uh, Fred Markle says, uh, hey, Fred again from Hanover, Pennsylvania. Is that right? PA is Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. I guess it's the only start that sta- start that states with P. Yeah. <laughs> State that starts with a P. All right, you think? Is that right? Okay, anyways. We had a blast listening to John read the story about my mom's bathrobe dance. Remember that one where the mouse crawled in? And, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I, Some I stories burn in. themselves into your memory, and that one's one of them. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> Poor mom. I figured in fairness to my mom, though, my next story submission should be uh, something that puts me in an unflattering light. This story unfortunately involves my adult self only about 10 years ago. My wife was a photographer for my cousin's wedding. Uh, we were at the church for the wedding's rehearsal and the evening before, and I was helping my wife get set up for pictures and just walking around while she worked. Uh, toward the end of the, the rehearsal, I began to feel the overwhelming urge to use the restroom. The wedding rehearsal rehearsal was at a church where the bathroom was a single room in, oh. a, in the middle of all the people. Of course. That is weird. Yeah. It's, it's an like old a, church. That's why. That's Right, right. Because they just added it onto the side of the building at some point. <laughs> exactly. Because they, they had, a, put a bathroom they had an outhouse before, and this was like yeah. a huge upgrade. Yeah. And you'd probably have to walk right next to the pulpit to get to it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that. Anyways, um, uh, so I made the decision I didn't want to go because it was it was coming on pretty strong, and, and, and I feared it would be not pleasant for the wedding party for me to be you know, using the bathroom right there in the middle of them. So things were becoming urgent. And I kindly told my wife, we need to get moving and home to our bathroom. That's about 20 minutes away. My lovely wife, seeing the desperation on my face, agreed that it was time to go. Oh, I helped her pack up. What a good wife. Yes, exactly. Great, great lady. Yeah. Uh, I helped her pack up her gear and and we headed home. While driving home, I started to realize I was not going to make it home. The next place we could possibly stop was a Hardee's restaurant. I don't know what Hardee's are like in your area, but this one is not known for being the cleanest. But at this point, I was desperate. My wife pulled into the parking lot and I ran inside. When I got in the restroom, there was a single urinal and a single toilet stall. And thankfully, nobody was at either. (laughs) So I burst into the stall ready to release the terror that was in my stomach and as I get closer to, toilet, to the toilet, I realize someone has generously left a huge pile of paper towels in there. Oh, boo. Now, just a reminder, I'm not thinking clearly at this point. Things are going bad quickly. I like to consider myself a kind person. 
I couldn't make myself drop this bomb on top of this pile <laughs> of paper towels and leave this mess for some poor Hardy's employee. Yeah. Thankfully, the pile of paper was just in yellow pee water. Oh, is that all? That's just in that. With the pressure building to a breaking point, I can no longer contain. I panicked. I reached in. Oh, I no. reached in. No. <laughs> grabbed the load of paper towels out of the toilet and ran it across <laughs> to the bathroom and threw it in the trash can. Ah. Please wash your hands first. Just please. <laughs> I then ran back to the toilet to do what my body does, demanding that I do. The whole time I was keeping my right hand up in the air, <laughs> it didn't touch anything due to it being the hand I used to remove the paper towels. Ugh, I need to take a shower right now. This is disgusting. So messed up. When I finished, I washed my hands three times and took a long shower. Sorry, you have that. to amputate. Yeah, it's <laughs> the only thing you can do. Touching Hopefully you'll time. grow a new one. You know, yeah. <laughs> a robot hand. Uh, I hope uh, that you made John read this and uh, that he had a rough time with it. <clears throat> but thank you, Fred, for offering that advice and, and that <clears throat> encouragement for James to have me read this disgusting yeah, story. I, I took your advice. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> I, I And that's it. So, Fred... Um, I'm sorry you had to reach into that toilet and uh, do that. But he's but such a nice a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know you, what I would have done. Could you imagine being the employee that would walk in on that mess? I mean, that would yeah. be horrible, horrible, horrible. And uh, the way it sounds like they don't do that. They don't clean that bathroom at that Hardy's anyway. That's true. That's true. That's true. But there would be a shovel and a claw machine or something involved. I would. <laughs> claw machine. I would just. Just chisel that side of the building off. <laughs> Just like, we got to get rid of this toilet and put in a new one. Yeah, we need to build a new building. This bathroom's nasty. Take the whole thing out. So anyway, thanks, uh, Fred Markle, for, for yeah. that story. Thanks. And thank you for your patriotism. That's what I call that. That's what makes America great, is that there's people like you out there that will. You know, will, I agree. You know, they'll, they'll put up with a pee hand. You don't know where that pee's come from, who peed it, what diseases they have. Oh, man, you know, come on. You know, you don't know what you're going to catch as a result. And, uh, and and I also want to thank you for your your uh, your trust in soap, you know, yeah. uh, that three times was the charm. You know, I would have gone yeah. for 13 to 30 times, but um, and I would have trimmed my fingernails back to the to the quick. <laughs> burn uh, your hand off. Yeah, burn my my uh, fingerprints off and, and all kinds of stuff, but you know, whatever I'd have shaved it. It, it would have been uh, a, a total uh, dip in bleach situation, but that's okay. We, we, we thank you for your trust in America's uh, soap products. Yes. So yeah. Um, Sims to Rachel sent in a voicemail. It's called pandemic car panic. So uh, we're going to, we're going to play that for you right now. Here we go. Listen up. Hey guys, Sims to Rachel here. Hey, story from back on May first of 2020. So <laughs> still relatively early in the pandemic, but you know, not super duper early. Uh, I had been completely locked down all by myself and my dog uh, since March 20th. No interactions in person mm. with other people, and I decided, hey, weather's nice. I'll take these 
yard clippings and whatnot from getting my flower garden all ready for the summer, I'll take them to the compost, the local compost heap, drop them off. So I load up my car, drives, again, first time I've driven in a month and a half. And I get Mm. there and shut it off, dropped off the clippings, and I go to leave. And my car won't start. Oh. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. I had been worried when I went to start it initially that it wasn't going to start. Like, maybe the battery would have been dead after so long of not driving. But it started right up. So I'm freaking out. And (sighs) I had brought my respirator with me. And by respirator, I mean, like, one of those canister mask things. I have really bad allergies. So I wear it when I mow the lawn and whatnot. Mm. And, of course, at this point, there's no one else there at all. So Uh-oh. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I, I have AAA, so I get my cell phone out and the card and whatnot and call AAA, tell them the situation. They say, okay, well, it's going to be about 20 minutes. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, you know what? What are you going to do? Right. So while I'm waiting, a couple vehicles pull up with their own yard clippings to drop off. I put on my big old canister respirator, which makes me sound like Darth Vader when I'm walking. <laughs> and of course, it's early enough on that most people are not wearing masks. Uh, but I have mm. as- asthma, allergies, you have several comorbidities. So I'm like, no, I'm going to wear the mask. So I just right sheepishly on. approach this one guy and ask him like, hey, do you have jumper cables? And <laughs> no, okay. So he leaves and I'm going, okay, well, huh? Okay. Few minutes later, another guy shows up. Ask him, and, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, just give me a minute." And another vehicle also shows up at that time. Again, is like, "You know what's going on? Nobody else is wearing a mask, just me." Mm. <laughs> and again, <laughs> what's wrong with like this lady? And seem insane. But of course, I'm also <laughs> like, "I have asthma." Ah, so it's not an overreaction. Please don't judge me. Right. Oh, I should also mention, <laughs> I have pretty bad anxiety, and. Mm. I have anxiety during normal times, but, you know, out of pandemic and yeah. all the other factors I mentioned. Yeah, yeah exactly. really anxious at this point. So the, the first guy uh, or second guy, I guess, at this point, turns his truck around, comes up and attaches the jumper cables to the my, my car's battery. Try to jump it. Nothing happens. Oh, my gosh. What the That's the worst. What is going on here? And other guy who's still there comes over and is like, you know, eh, can I help? Uh, so they're both just looking at it like, it's not even trying. Like my car is not even trying to start. So try a couple <laughs> oh, more times. You know, I get in, I, I hit the gas, Try nothing is happening. So mm. I'm still in the car and the guy c- comes around and he's like, uh, is your car in park? <laughs> <laughs> I no. felt so stupid. I looked down and I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> I was so anxious about being out, even close to people, possibly, for the first time in such a long time. I forgot to put my car into park. I just shut it off, still in drive. And pro tip, your car will not start. Nope. If if it's not It sure won't. So I thank the guy. Like, oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. And they're like, no, we didn't do anything. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. (laughs) Going... I'm going to tell myself that they saved me, even though they really, you know, did nothing except point out that I was stupid. And I put the gun <laughs> nah. out there and, uh, yeah, I, I turned into a bat and flew. <laughs> I wish I could. Perfect. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, that at least is my story all is well. And uh, yeah, I hope it makes it on the show. Oh, <laughs> good. Well, at least they wouldn't be able to identify her in a lineup. Right? That's true. <laughs> That's true. She was well hidden behind her mask. Yeah, behind her, her gas mask. <laughs> Apparently, with the respirator on it. Oh, gosh. Don't you hate stuff oh. like that? Yeah. She uh, did say that she did call AAA and told them not to come. She's in our chat room right now. So. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. She called Just them so off. you know. Yeah. <laughs> Don't bother. Uh, That's even better. Because if they would have showed up, they would have like, uh, your car's not in park. They probably really would have judged you on that. So. It's like my daughter the other day came in and she's <laughs> like, dad, the car won't start. It's like the key won't even turn. And immediately I was like, what you need to do is you need to turn the steering wheel a little bit. And, uh, right. and, and then, uh, turn the key and it'll be fine. Well, she went out, she didn't come back. So I knew it worked. And the reason why I knew that is because in high school, I was stuck out in the parking lot of the high school and my wow. car wouldn't turn over. It wouldn't even, you know, it was just locked. The key wouldn't turn move. The key, right. Yeah. And I sat there forever. And finally I was like nearly the only one in the parking lot and a teacher that apparently drives around and just monitor sinks came over and he's like what what's going on and i'm like i can't get my motor start you know and <laughs> and he sits down he turns it he turns the wheel he turns it more and it starts right up and i'm he's like you gotta unlock it you gotta turn a wheel unlock it and i was like oh i didn't know that because i'm a dumb 16 year old you know that's okay this is the way we learn right yeah but I felt Damn. so, I got to feel so smart just the other week when she came in with the same problem and I just right. told, told her, you know, and so I didn't tell her huh. how, how, how I learned because that would right. make me less cool. <laughs> right. Well, I don't even, you know, Johnny doesn't even drive yet. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't even know if he knows that one. Maybe he does. Yeah. There's so many little everything. things like that that you don't think to tell them like about the drive thing. Yeah. You got to, you got to put it on park. So. Right. And, and we used to think that our parents were just brilliant for knowing all this stuff. It's just because they've had more experience making mistakes. That's, right. That's all. They've made more mistakes than you. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, anyway. speaking of cars, I've got a story about a car. Okay. You want me to read it? Is we got time for that? I, we do. We got plenty of time. Awesome, then. I want to read this story. It comes to us from our good friend, Bill, in Indiana. So here it goes. This is called the car deposit, by the way. All right. Here's a story about some embarrassing car trouble I once had. A few years ago, I purchased a 1991 Buick Skylark. Nice. It was my quote-unquote get-to-work car. It was small, economical, and had a good little – it was a good little car for our family. It served us well for years. It did have an unfortunate problem, however. The blue plane, the blue plane, the blue paint <laughs> on the car started to flake off in a few spots shortly after I purchased it. After a few months of driving the car every day to work, large spots had formed. Oh. My blue car was turning into a blue car with gray spots. Wow. If I ever drove the car in a rainstorm, uh, flakes of paint would come off and stick to the windshield <laughs> and get pushed around by my windshield wipers. Oh, man. It got so bad that became a, it became a game for me to see how big of a piece I could pick off. <laughs> Not sure what disease this car had caught, but soon all of the paint on the hood and the roof and the trunk had come off. Sounds like he lived in an area where they got a lot of sun and it baked off all the uh, 
the clear coat and then just went downhill from there. Yeah, either that or the previous owners got one of those really cheap, you know, $99 repaint jobs. But yeah. Oh, right. right. Did you hear about it on the TV, you know? Right. I think it sounds like a deal. $200 for a repaint. Well, eventually the exposed gray primer began to dissolve and produce unsightly streaks across the car. <laughs> so much of it was hard to see out. It was so much so it was so hard to see out of the back windshield. Eventually the metal beneath the primer began <laughs> this car's falling apart as we read the story. <laughs> I can see this car going down my road every day, actually. Yeah. It's, uh, it's too Georgia. Real. Georgia, man. <laughs> this is this is everybody's car in Georgia. Um <laughs> Eventually, the metal beneath the primer began to rust, leaving my car with an unsightly blue, gray, and rust patina. Mm. A friend of mine affectionately called my car the moldy blueberry. <laughs> nice. I guess the good thing about it was uh, looking this way was I never had to wash the car. No. Because if I did wash the car, I was afraid it would uh, just likely dissolve into a large rust stain in the middle of my driveway. Exactly. That's why I don't wash any of my vehicles now because I don't know what's holding those things together. Could be the <laughs> dirt. Despite, though, its ugly appearance, the car ran very well mechanically and was an economic gas saver when I commuted 20 miles round trip for work. That is, until the car needed the exhaust repaired on it. Being a 25-year-old car, as you can imagine, things naturally began to break down and wear out yeah. like they do. Yeah. I'm a mechanically savvy guy, and this posed no problems with me. I knew the exhaust pipe at the back of the car was rusty where it was connected to the muffler. It was an I'll get to around to it eventually kind of thing. Yeah. I'll get around to it eventually. You know, I got a lot of those things on my list. Uh-huh. Well, one particular morning, the car let me know that it was indeed time to get around to it. I was the first in line at the stoplight, and I was eager to get to work on time also known as I was running late. <laughs> the light turned green and I began to accelerate. And when I did, I heard a clunk sound that startled me. I looked up into my rearview mirror and could see my muffler had deposited itself in the lane as I took off. Oh, boy. <laughs> nice. Boy. The look on the lady's face in the minivan behind me was priceless. And she <laughs> stared at the muffler, rocking back and forth in the lane, preventing her from moving forward. I couldn't believe what happened. The moldy blueberry just laid an egg in the lane. <laughs> what did I do? I just kept driving. Exactly. You have to. What <laughs> no are you going to do? Go back game. and get it? Oh, I'm sorry. late for work. <laughs> I was running late, you know. <laughs> so the moral of the story, if you see an old beater car, give it some distance. You never know what parts are going to fall. That is good advice. It's true. Thanks for the podcast. Enjoy. I enjoy every episode. God bless. Bill from Indiana. P.S. I'd love to hear if either of you have had a funny car fail moment. Oh, man. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I I uh, I used to drive a white uh, Chevy Cavalier uh, hatch or um, station wagon. Oh, yes. Yes. It was. Yeah. The Cavalier, right? Yeah. You would paint pictures in the back windows. Yes. Yes. And, uh. I moved to uh, central Georgia in a town called Macon. And uh, Macon is pretty hilly for being in the middle of Georgia and as far mm. south as it is. But um, one, uh, the guy I, I shared a, a house with uh, lived on the side of a hill. And so his driveway would go straight, almost straight down. It just felt like a 45-degree angle. It was terrible. <laughs> and you'd pull into the 
parking lot or the uh, driveway or uh, what do you call it, carport. And um, and then to back out, you know, you'd obviously kind of rev up on the flat spot and then just nail it and go up the hill. Well, one time I had not nailed it quite enough, <laughs> and I my car kind of slowed to a crawl halfway up, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to let this happen. And what I should have done is I should have just put it in reverse, crawled back down to the bottom, started, started over. over. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't. No, I nailed it. I hit it, hit the pedal to the metal, rev that engine, and I made it to the top. And in the process, <laughs> I burned out the transmission. <laughs> oh, no, was it a, was it a manual or an automatic? It was a it was a manual. Oh man! And uh, it's been clutch too hard. Yeah, huh? for those that don't know. You know, it's basically two pieces of machinery pressing against each other hard that allows you to, uh, you know, move your car forward. Well, I had burned that out, rubbed those two <laughs> to where they, they didn't have friction with each other anymore. And I tried to drive to work and I made it, but it was by revving my car very hard. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's thinking why does this guy want to race me yeah I, I sounded like i was doing 90 down the highway and i'm just cruising at 25 you know on the city streets but i'm like bah, bah! <laughs> <laughs> running through gas like nothing you know <laughs> watching the meter go down oh it was terrible oh, and i didn't really have enough sense to know what i'd done but i i that was the last time I ever pulled it down that driveway because I knew I'd never get it back up ever, ever if I went down. Uh -huh. And I eventually just parked it up at the top of the hill, and I I called a place, uh, a, a, a junk shop, you know, or a uh, <laughs> and they just came and picked it up and took it away, and the fluffy car was no more. Oh. And that's what we nicknamed it. And the uh, fluffy car, yeah, because it was white and clouds are white and clouds are fluffy. Okay. That's so, what my uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, soon to be wife, you know, called yeah. it. So, anyway, oh, that's man. that's one of many car problem stories that I've experienced. I did something sort of like that when I was sixteen. Actually, I went to visit my brother in California. He lived in San Diego at the time. And he trusted me to drive his car. We were at a gym. We went to a gym that was like just a couple miles away from his house. He's like, yeah, just take the car back to the house. And I'm like, I, I was new at driving. And here I am driving in California. Wow. And I get lost. You know, I was it was a miracle that I found his house to begin with. You know, this was before we had Siri and stuff like that. Yeah. He just kind of gave me mental directions. And I was like, okay, I can do what I guess. Anyways, I got lost. And... um. And I was trying to find my way back and I wound up turning down this road. And, you know, there's a lot of hills in that area too, believe it or not. And I get down to the bottom of this road and it's kind of this sketchy area. And I'm looking around and there's like people looking at me. I'm like, I don't want to be here, but I couldn't turn the car back around because it was a really small road. It's kind of like an alley type thing. And I was like, I got to get out of here. So <laughs> I put the car in reverse and it was a, it was a manual. And I rode it up that hill backwards. Oh. And I was, eventually I finally found my brother's house and I just parked and I was like, I don't know what to do. And here he comes walking down the street. He's like, hey, man. So I'm like, I got lost. And he's like, why does my car smell like the clutch has been burning? <laughs> I was like, oh, let me tell you about that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's one of a few stories I've got. But uh, oh. for me. that's great. That is great. <laughs> 
Well, I, uh, I, yeah, I could tell more, but I, I won't, but save them for another show yeah. called car troubles. Well, does that, we haven't had a theme show for a while. Maybe folks need to start sending in car stories. So yeah, there we go. Plan on that. Let's, let's try to do it for our month from now. Everybody send in your, your car fail stories. Like, uh, like the ones that Rachel and, uh, and, um, oh, what's his Bill. name? Bill. Bill sent in. Yeah. Old Bill. Good old Bill. <laughs> Good old Billy, Billy, Billy Bob. Um, listen, hey, uh, that's it for today. Have you have you ever had a funny life story where you had to pray for a lady who fell into an open sewer? Have you ever <laughs> burned your buns while blasting a ballistic gaseous ball uh, in a fit of chivalry? Have you reached into pee water to remove a bunch of paper towels? Or battled anxiety asking for car starting help only to find that the car was in park the whole freaking time? <laughs> or found out that fixing it later was a little too late as your car dropped its muffler? Uh, whatever your story is, send your stories, email or audio to that story show at gmail.com. And if we used your story, we owe you a sticker. So email us your address. Thatstoryshow.com is the website. Review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to us. And thanks to our patrons for your support. With special thanks to producers James Spangler, Jennifer Kennison, Eric Kube, Carrie Wright, and Christopher Tynan. Join the club and get more from your favorite podcast today at patreon.com slash thatstoryshow. Uh, free sweaters, remember. No, I'm kidding. Uh, and remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed, and don't stick your hand in human juice. Uh, just just don't do it. There's got to be another way, you know? There's got to be a better way. Yeah, the chat room said, couldn't you have gotten some more paper towels and 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 pulled it out with the paper, the dry paper towels? You know, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway. Well, when you guts are hurting that bad you got to do something you got to but just think this belongs on that story show we'll see you guys next week thanks so much see you later john i see you james i'm gonna go take a shower now yeah i'm gonna go pee on a bunch of paper towels (laughs) what does innovation sound like it sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer client or patient it sounds like having the right information right when you need it It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere. Visit highland.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.